Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Isn't She Powerful podcast. If this is your first time here, then welcome. My name is Laura B. I am the founder of Isn't She Powerful and the Be Healthy Lifestyle. Um, You probably found me through social media, I would assume, but if not, then I'm Laura B. Healthy everywhere. If this is your first time, or if not, I would love to hear from you on social media. Feel free to send me a message. I know that TikTok allows you to message people now, so feel free to message me wherever you found me. I really enjoy just talking to you guys. You know, this this job is so much of building relationships with people, and I think that's why I love it so much. It's just getting to talk to people and connect with people. So feel free to reach out and message me on whatever social media platform you use most often. I know that many of you are coming from Croctober. That is happening on Facebook right now. It is a group that I run every year, and this year it blew up. It's huge. There are over a thousand members in it it this year and that's wild and so, so exciting to me. Um, If you're not in Croctober and you want to join, basically I share Crock-Pot recipes each week. Right now I'm also doing like the basics breakdowns. So I'm breaking down the pillars of content that I teach in my one-on-one coaching program and you are absolutely welcome to join. It is completely for free and I'll drop the link to that in the show notes here if you aren't in already and you want to be in. Also right now, football season is in full swing for my husband and I. I'm doing like a um, series on TikTok of healthier football watching appetizers. I did a dessert this past week and it's been fun to get to do that. So that's also up. It's getting a little bit chilly here in Florida, which I know if you are from somewhere where it actually does get cold, then you're probably like, it's not that cold there. But it's in like the 70s and 80s, which is kind of chilly. And um, it's been fun to finally get some of that cooler weather back. But I did want to mention before we jump in that right now I have a Be Healthy workshop that is open for registration. And this is my first workshop that I'm hosting that is of this nature, I guess, um, that is open for you guys. I've done some that were just for my private clients before, but this one is open for any and everyone. And I designed this workshop for the person, and I say person, usually I market towards women, but I also, I know that so many men struggle with this as well. It's for that person that feels like they can either be healthy or happy, and they can't be both. Um, I've talked with a lot of people in in my time being a health coach and even before that and so many people have said things to me like I start and stop all too quickly like I get started and then immediately something happens and I give up on it or I say I'm going to do something healthy and then I don't and it's usually out of fear out of fear that I'm going to mess up anyway so why not just mess up now and get it over with right And there was one comment that was made to me not too long ago by a a sweet friend, and she said, I'm ready to lose weight so that I can enjoy my life again. And that really stuck out to me because a lot of what I try to teach you guys is that health can be fun and it can be easy and it doesn't have to be this restrictive thing where you, you know, you hate your life and you're constantly just wanting to get it over with so that you can get back to enjoying your life and doing the things that you love and eating all of your favorite foods again. It's like you're looking for the end and I hate to be the one to tell you this, but it's not going to end. It's going to be a long road. It's going to be something that you have to work towards 
for a long time. And yes, there comes a time where it's not your primary focus anymore. Um, but you're always going to have those things in the back of your mind. Like for, for me, you know, I spent years trying to lose weight. I jumped from diet to diet. And finally, I realized that, you know, in order to do this, that it was going to be a longer commitment than what I was trying to put in. I was trying to do the 21 days, right? Or I was trying to just do a couple months until, you know, I finally looked how I wanted to look or felt how I wanted to feel. And I realize now that it's going to take longer than that, and that's okay because it can also be enjoyable. It doesn't have to be something that I dread and that I hate waking up to every day. It can it can be fun, and and I can enjoy the food that I eat, and I can enjoy moving my body, and you know that's that's a lot of why I created this workshop. So it's called How to Unlock Weight Loss and Get Rid of the All or Nothing Mindset for Good. So so many people struggle with that all or nothing. I can either be healthy or happy. I can either start doing this diet or I can stop doing this diet. There's no in between for so many of us. And the workshop is on October 23rd. It's at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be on Zoom. So it doesn't matter where you live or what time times on your in, you are absolutely welcome to come. If you're not available at that time on that day, there is a replay available as well. It's going to be sent out to everyone who registers so that even if you do come, you can reference back to it. It's yours forever. And I also, I made it as affordable as possible because I want as many people as possible to be able to join so that everyone can understand that you don't have to be perfect in order to be healthy. Like you don't have to live this life of perfection and restriction in order for you to live a life that you enjoy and a life that's healthy and a life that allows you to get up and go do the things that you want to do. So during the workshop, we're going to uncover the why, like why you have this all or nothing mindset. And just to share an example from my life, and I'm going to share multiple of them in the workshop, but one example from my life is growing up, I always was told that in order to begin living a healthy lifestyle, and typically in my family that surrounded weight loss, in order to do that, I was going to have to make a complete lifestyle change. And I was always told you can't just stop eating bread. You can't just start going to the gym. You have to change your entire lifestyle. And I heard that so many times growing up. It's not just one thing. It's all of it. You have to do all of it if you want it to work. And listen, I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not saying that you don't have to sleep well and exercise and manage your stress and eat well all of those things and drink your water in order for you to live a healthy life. Yes, it does require all of that, but you can't do all of that overnight. If you're going from doing none of that to wanting to do all of it, you've got to take it step by step. And that is the all or nothing mindset. And I, I do believe that that's one of the reasons why for so long I tried diet after diet after diet. And I tried to do that you know, start exercising on Monday, and I'm going to start eating healthy, and I'm going to stop looking at my phone at night, all these things, I'm going to start drinking my water, all these things so that I can start losing the weight, right? Like I thought I had to do it all and do it all perfectly and do it all at once in order for any of it to matter. And I've failed time after time after time. And I want to teach you because what I learned through finally making it work for myself was that both of these things can be possible. You can take it step by step 
and lose the weight and start to feel good in your body and get the results that you want. So during the workshop, you're going to learn why you have your all or nothing mindset. You're going to learn both tangible things that you can start doing immediately and mindset shifts that you can make in order to begin releasing those thoughts around the all or nothing. And you're going to leave the workshop with achievable goals. We're going to make them together achievable goals and an understanding for why you have those goals. Because understanding the why behind your goals is almost as important as having these achievable goals, right? Like understanding the why is what motivates you. It's what keeps you going. It's it's why you keep coming back. It's what you remind yourself of whenever you want to give up, whenever you want to stop. So we will we'll talk through that why and we're going to really make sure that you have a full understanding of your why behind your goals before you leave the workshop. And then also I'm going to be answering questions and giving coaching right there on the call to anyone that registers so that you leave, you know, feeling fully prepared to go into, honestly, the busiest season of the year with a healthy mindset around health so that you can go to all the get-togethers and go to all the parties and go to all the work things feeling comfortable around food and the choices that you're going to make. And that's also what we're going to talk about today once I stop rambling on in this introduction. But honestly, we're getting to the point in the year where many people start to say, eh, whatever, the new year is only a few weeks away. So we're in the holidays and, you know, there's parties and there's desserts and there's this and that. And I'm so busy anyway. So, you know what, I'm just going to go all out for the next few months and then I'm going to really buckle down at the beginning of the year. And that right there, that is the all or nothing mindset. And there is no better time than right now to get rid of that mindset, to start removing those mental blocks that keep that mindset as a part of your everyday life. You don't have to wait until the new year. You can, believe it or not, go into this this holiday season feeling completely prepared for it, feeling good about it, feeling in control of the food that you're going to eat and the choices that you're going to make. And you're going to feel good about it. And the first step to that, honestly, is coming to this workshop, taking it seriously and believing in yourself, believing that you are capable of learning something and of changing your mindset and of feeling good and feeling in control. So much of it is about what we believe about ourselves. So today we're going to talk about four things that you can do right now, starting today, headed into this busy holiday season in order to start feeling prepared and feeling good for January 1st so that you don't have to start over and buckle down on January 1st, but so that you just continue on with what you've been doing whenever January 1st gets here. And how how much, how freeing does that feel, right? Like, oh, wait, I don't have to start over? I, I don't have to, on January 1st, start doing this crazy restrictive thing? Like, I can just keep on living? Like, I can just keep doing what I'm doing? Yes. And we're going to talk about four things that you can do today so that you can start living that life right now. Welcome to the Isn't She Powerful podcast. I'm your host, Laura B., health coach, educator, and founder of the Be Healthy Lifestyle. I'm here to bring you all of the health education and motivation so that you can sign off each week feeling equipped and empowered to tackle all of your health goals. Come along with me as I teach you the basics of healthy living so that you can have everyone in your life saying, isn't she powerful? 
All right, so again, these are things that you can do headed into a holiday party or a trunk or treat or a work get together, a whatever, you know, white elephant party, all those things where there's the snack tables and there's there's food all around, there's a lot of maybe alcohol and just things that kind of worry you and make you feel a little bit out of control. These are a few things that you can start doing to feel more in control starting right now. So the first one is prioritize protein at as many meals as possible. So whenever possible, whether it's meals or snacks, go on and try to get in some amount of protein. So if, if it is an option, put it on your plate, right? And the reasons for that is because one, Protein is the macronutrient that keeps you full and keeps you satisfied. So it is what makes you feel like you aren't hungry 20 minutes later. And it's also the thing that's going to make you feel like, okay, no, like I got enough food at this meal and you feel satisfied whenever you leave the meal, right? And I'm not saying like it's going to eliminate your sweet tooth if that's what you're thinking by satisfied. Uh, What I'm saying is it's going to make you to where you're not hungry an hour, two hours later. So if you were to eat enough protein at each meal, then you would probably be full for somewhere between three and four hours. And, you know, protein, again, is that macronutrient that fills you up. So my suggestion is eat the protein during the meal, at least before sugary and dessert style foods. So let's say that it is October 31st, trick-or-treaters are about to start coming around, there's a bucket full of candy sitting right be- right beside your front door, and you are so tempted to just reach in there and grab one. And, and you know, like, that's going to be my thing all night. I'm going to reach in there and grab one of those all night, right? So what I encourage you to do is plan for a good dinner beforehand. Plan to eat something that is a well-balanced meal, but at least something that has protein. Protein will help you feel more full and satisfied so that you um, have less room, honestly, for those sugary type foods. And then also protein does a really good job of stabilizing your blood sugar. So I talk a lot about stabilizing your blood sugar in some of the previous episodes, which I can also link down below in the show notes if you're new to this show and haven't listened to it and want to go back and learn more about your sweet tooth and sugar cravings and blood sugar. That was a huge part of my story and something that I love to talk about. So Um, go back and listen to those if you haven't already but whenever we eat sugar on an empty stomach or if we eat something that has a lot of carbs on an empty stomach so let's say that you eat a bowl of pasta on an empty stomach then that's going to spike up your blood sugar and when that happens you start to send your body on a roller coaster it's just like if you went to an amusement park you started off on a roller coaster it went up and then it goes right back down and then it goes up again and down again and that's what you do whenever you eat sugar or carbs on an empty stomach you spike up your blood sugar and then it drops and then it goes up and it drops and that leads to a lot of feelings of hanger and um, exhaustion and bloating you don't feel good overall you just feel kind of like lethargic and also it's going to make you crave sugary foods a lot more because the reason it goes on that roller coaster is it spikes up your blood sugar that also makes your dopamine which is your happy 
hormones spike. Whenever it drops really fast after that, your dopamine, your happy hormone, also drops really quickly. And your body doesn't want to be without that happy hormone. It just had a lot of it. It wants more of it. So it sends signals and it tells you, hey, go back, eat some more of this sugar so that we can feel happy again, right? Even though you don't feel good, your body and its hormones feel happy. So some examples of some proteins that you could eat. Of course, there's eggs, yogurts. Have a yogurt bowl. Have a yogurt parfait of some kind. Put some granola in there. Put some blueberries in there. Hemp hearts. Oh my gosh, those are some of my absolute favorite hemp hearts in a yogurt bowl. Hemp hearts have a lot of healthy fats, but also a lot of protein and they're really good. I love their texture and they have like a little bit of a nutty taste and they're just a seed. Um, but they are they're really great. So I would I love putting those in yogurt bowls or sprinkling them onto toast. Um, cottage cheese of course it's all the rave right now. There's also always you know chicken, turkey, beef, pork, the typical animal proteins. There's seafood, protein powder you can mix into different things edamame is a good source of protein. There's also things like nuts, almonds, walnuts, cashews. Those all have a really good amount of protein in them. There's beans. Beans are a really good example of protein, like especially kidney beans and black beans. Those have a very good amount of protein in them. And then there's lentils. And I like to do things like um, lentil pasta. You can buy a brand called Barilla um, at the grocery store and it has the only ingredient and there's red lentils and they turn it into like a swirly style pasta. It's yes, it's red. I promise you it tastes like normal pasta and after you cook it, it pretty much looks like normal pasta too. You can't even really tell that it's red anymore. Barilla also makes a chickpea pasta which also has a good amount of protein in it. Chickpeas or garbanzo beans are also a good source of protein. So finding ways to add protein into your diet, whether that be in a snack or in a meal, regularly in all all opportunities possible but especially before going to some kind of party or before having a sugary or dessert style food. The second thing to do here is move your body after eating. And um, this has two really important jobs. One of them, again, is to stabilize your blood sugar. So whenever you eat something sugary, if you didn't have the opportunity to eat protein, definitely prioritize moving your body in some way after eating because that is going to stabilize that blood sugar similarly to how protein would have done. It gives that food that you just ate an immediate job in your body and it especially puts the glucose that you just ate. Glucose turns to energy very quickly. So if you are requiring your body to exert energy after eating, whether that be going on a walk or getting up and dancing or whatever, if you're requiring your body to exert some type of energy, it's going to use that most immediate source of glucose to turn into energy right away. So it's going to use that food that you just ate for fuel immediately. And after dinner walks, again, they're one of my absolute favorite things for balancing blood sugar and getting rid of cravings, but also for weight loss because, again, it gives that food that you just ate an immediate job. It doesn't allow that food to sit and eventually possibly even turn to fat. It, it makes that body, it makes your body use that food as fuel right away. So it's a really good weight loss tool as well. 
And this is especially important if you eat high-carb meals or sugary sweet things, making sure that you're moving your body in some way afterwards, especially, again, if you didn't eat protein or a balanced meal before having those things. Now, again, it doesn't have to be something crazy. It doesn't have to be going out on an hour-long walk, right? It can be something really simple. And the Research has shown that it only has to be about 10 minutes worth of movement to keep that blood sugar stable after eating. So finish your meal, get up. Maybe that means cleaning up the kitchen. Maybe it means turning on a song and dancing. Maybe it means going and getting in the shower. Maybe you vacuum your house. Maybe you do go on a 10-minute walk around the neighborhood. Find something that you enjoy, maybe even something that needs to be done, and wait and do it after you eat dinner so that you use that time to stabilize your blood sugar, use that food that you just ate for fuel, and overall you will end up feeling better after eating. The third thing here is to plate your food. So especially important if you're going to some kind of get together or party or, you know, a tailgate with it being football season. If you're going somewhere where they have tables set up and food and it's really easy for you to just walk over, grab one one wing, walk away, come back a few minutes later, grab a french fry, walk away. Doing that is going to lead to overeating really quickly because you're not always focused on what you're eating, right? Like you sometimes are thinking, oh, I I haven't eaten in a few minutes. Let me go grab something. You go grab it. You come back to a conversation. You go back. You come back to another conversation. And whenever you do that, you're going to end up overeating a lot easier than if you grab a plate, get the amount that you want, eat it. And if you still want some more, whether that be of of one particular thing that's up there or whether you're still hungry and you want to go back and get a, a more food on your plate, that's perfectly fine. I'm not telling you you can only have one plate full of food. I'm just saying put the food that you do eat onto a plate. So you put the food on the plate, you go eat it. You, if you want more, you come back, you get some more on a plate, and then you go eat it again. And that cycle can continue as many times as you want until you're full. But making sure that you're putting it on a plate, this allows you to see how much you're eating. That way you're, you know, you know consciously how much food went into your body whenever you were eating. You're really a lot less likely to overeat in that situation. So if you're somebody who always goes to parties or get togethers or whatever, and you leave feeling like, gosh, I ate way too much, Use a plate, put your food on a plate, and see how that works for you. I had a client recently who, that was one of the big things that we worked on with her. She gets together with friends often. She goes and does things um, like baby showers and housewarming parties and things like that very often. And so that was one of her big things was overeating. She really wanted to start feeling like she had a lot more control over her food and her choices whenever she was at these type of parties. So I told her, next time you're there, get a plate put your food on it and then go by this cycle that I'm telling you guys about right now and it really worked for her and since then she's been coming back to me and saying yeah Laura I'm not overeating as much I'm feeling way more in control I'm starting to box up food I'm starting to have leftovers and she's feeling really good and very very much in control so that is a really good strategy to use and then of course number four probably the most important thing that you can do to set yourself up for success over these next really busy, really party-filled months is allow flexibility. Listen, 
every meal doesn't have to be a perfectly balanced meal. And you don't have to follow the one whole method, the method that I teach every single time. It's not about perfection. And that is what my entire workshop that I'm hosting on the 23rd is all about. And that's what I'm trying to teach you through so much of my messaging, whether that's on social media, here on the podcast, wherever it is, I'm trying to teach you that it's not about perfection, it's about consistency. And those two things don't coexist. They don't go together. They're like oil and oil and water. They don't go together, right? You can't keep trying to merge those two things together. If you want to be perfect, it's only going to last for a little while. If you want to be consistent, you have to let go of the idea of perfection. I teach my clients something, and I've talked about it here before, the 80-20 lifestyle. 80% of your meals, make them meals that you feel good about. Make them balanced, one whole method meals. And then allow 20% of your meals and of the things that you do Maybe it's one of your meals, you go out and you have two or three drinks. That's okay as long as you're not doing it every single time, right? 80% of the time living that lifestyle that aligns with your goals and gets you closer to the person that you're trying to become. And then 20% of your lifestyle is for those times when you're like, I just want to be happy, right? That's what allows you to keep healthy and happy together, at the beginning, I was telling you about my friend who said, I, I feel like I just want to get done with this health journey so that I can be happy again. Well, this 80-20 lifestyle, the idea of including the things that make you happy in with the habits that lead to your overall health goals being accomplished, when we merge those two things together, that is whenever we start finding success. Because nobody can stick to something that requires you to you know, restrict everything that you love and keep it out of your life forever. We have to be able to include those things in our life if we want sustainability at all. So again, that's what my entire workshop is about in, in less than two weeks now, is it's all about keeping that balance and finding the joy in the journey. So I appreciate you for being here. If this is something that you found helpful, please send me a message. Let me know. I love, love, love to hear from you guys. Like I said at the beginning, it really means so much to me. And I'm really thankful that you're here. If you know somebody, whether it's a family member or a friend that you're going to be attending one of these holiday get-togethers with, go on and send them this episode and let them listen so that you guys can kind of hold each other accountable while you're there. Again, I love you all. I'm so thankful for you and happy October. See you next time. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you again next week. And always remember, the more you know, the more you grow.